Hi, this is Now Showing Podcast number 46. 46. 46, closer to... Closer getting to 50. To 50. And um, it's been a lot. It's been actually hectic, Mm. to say the least. We've had, yeah, I think most of that's because a whole lot of stuff really releases on the, at the same time and then we have to kind of decide what we want to watch and then kind and of review. and review and uh, some of the stuff we is delayed is delayed yeah so we decided to finally finish them and some talk th- about them yeah now that they are available the, the, the in our available country. yes yeah, yeah. Um, so we got Minari to, to yes. talk about first now this is in terms of um, uh, content. This is obviously a movie that was released some time ago, back in twenty twenty. I think the very first reviews came out. Yeah, at, the, but at Sundance. I have a feeling that this was very delayed. Yeah, for a lot of reasons, for us, yeah, and, and also for, us. for the award season as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie blew me away. I'm not, <laughs> don't really, don't really um have <laughs> anything bad to say. Well, yeah, obviously. No. It's a five-star film Stephen from my Young perspective. seems to be going from strength to strength. And um, one of my f- one of my f- last couple of movies that I really loved was Burning. Yeah, and he was in that too, and that was amazing. That was just... And he played kind of like the villain in that, like right? Like a serial killer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's he's just gone strength to strength. Since he left, since Walking, he left Dead. Walking Dead. And oh. I, I find that amazing because... Mm. You could see that his real passion is acting, and obviously once he got cut from The Walking Dead, he just went that's like a firework, essentially. Mm. The other thing that's interesting about Stephen Yuen is his is it Yuen 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 is his um, his like on, on his in his personal life um, getting in touch with his Korean ancestry. Yeah, because he spent he has he spent some time learning or I should say relearning Korean. Because he came to the States when he was only very, very young, I think like 10. Um, and Korean was spoken, but it wasn't in his household, but it wasn't like enforced. Yeah. So in other words, as time progressed, they stopped speaking Korean. So he lost he lost that aspect of his ancestry. But I read a, an interview about, oh, it was some time ago now, about how he was getting in touch with that again. Wow, that's awesome. And, he, and, mean, he, like and you can great. see that because it's such an influence in his life because of all the material that he's choosing to, to do in terms of his in terms of films that he's that he's focusing on. Because quite a few of them have been Korean. Because of Burning, then there's this, Minari, yeah. um, which I which I find quite interesting too. Another thing that reminded me of Stephen Yun was that short film, that really good short yeah, film. Yeah, he, was, he in. was in a very great short film about someone that is slowly losing their mind yeah yeah and um that's pretty harrowing to say the least yeah it's really really well acted so minari um it's about a basically a korean farmer who decides to take his entire family to the middle of arkansas i think in the 1980s i think yeah 90s 80s 90s 80s and um, it's basically them starting again from scratch. Mm. Um, they, what they do in their daytime job is they determine the sex of baby chickens. Mm. And they work in like... Like a hatchery. Yeah, like a hatchery. Um, so you get the impression really that 
you know, they're here, they've come to the States to start again because obviously... Well, things... they, they originally, I think, were working in California and then they decided to move to, to Arkansas. Go to Arkansas but they yeah. never really kind of explained yeah. what happened. But... but when they talk about Korea, yeah. they don't talk about it in a positive way. So no. you get the impression that whatever happened in Korea wasn't good for them and they they decided to live in, to, to, to pick up and leave. Um, and the majority of the film film's plot is centered on Stephen Yun's character and uh, his relationship with his wife and his kid, but mostly his wife. But obviously the, the child that they have is an important aspect as well. Yeah. Um, and then you can see the tension that that's slowly building because yeah. she has other ideas of what she wants to do that don't seem to match up with his. And then you get this huge tension building in, in, in their relationship. Yeah, I mean, even though they do have two kids, it is more kind of focused on, on the, the younger one. The boy. And how he wants yeah. to kind of break away from like traditional Korean values and become American. Mm, mm. Um, and I think that's the reason why Stephen Young's character almost wants to do this because yeah. he wants to break away yep. Um, yep definitely and I think that's one of the most important parts I actually think this film is a very important film about identity as much as anything there's else there's actually quite a few movies we're going to talk about identity and this one yeah. which is quite this, interesting this is one of the biggest ones I think yeah totally and um, it's it's sad it's a sad movie especially with um, the grandma yeah well the mother-in-law um, but she's also an she's important... She's actually very important, yeah. yeah. Because the part of the friction is coming from her, his wife's insistence that they bring her yeah. from Korea to the US to live with them. And I think in Stephen Yoon's character's mind, that's not part of the plan. But because he doesn't want to lose his wife, he kind of, you know, he kind of gets to the point where he doesn't really have a choice. So he feels begrudged towards his wife as a result yeah. of that. So I think that's actually a very important part. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, um, he seems to be a very kind of straight-on guy, you know, like when um, the water-drawing guy comes and he oh, goes, yeah. I can find the water for you, and he's yeah. like, no, nah, no way. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's very doubtful about that. He's very doubtful. But then at the same time, he meets that... that um, Born again Christian. Born again Christian. Yeah, played. Oh, he's played by. I can't always forget that actor's name, but he's so good. Yeah, just. And he just and and, and without even realizing it, he begins to have an impact on Stephen Yeun's character. Yeah. As as kind of crazy as that sounds, because you know people the people from the town kind of think of that dude as a bit of a crazy. Yeah, he's like crazy the crazy God fearing dude, but he slowly starts to influence Stephen Yeun, and I and I actually think, you know. Um, he he is actually a, a, a positive thing in his life. Yeah, because he like I remember was like, "How are you?" And he's like, "Man, I'm so glad to be alive." And yeah, like he's yeah. just that positivity. Yeah, I think that's and what... that really rubbed off on Stephen Young. Yeah. Um, but obviously the crunch point was when him and his wife have that huge falling oh, out. Yeah. And I honestly thought that there was no way back from them, but then we can we begin to re we we like you see the rest of the film and then you understand where their where their relationship goes from there. But I mean. At that point, I thought it was a, that was a, that it's they a, were going to split Yeah, up. it's, well, we, I mean, like, that. I think that that's a wonderful thing about movies. I mean, like, how it ends kind of gives you the impression that they are still together. Mm. Yeah. But deep down, I, I don't know. Well, I think, 
you know that that's the thing about tragedy though right it can bring it can it either does one of two things yeah. it either breaks the breaks whatever bond there is left apart or, or it, it yeah, reinforces it re- that bond yeah and i think they were kind of already on the cusp of breaking the bond yeah, yeah. so what in a way what happened and when you kind of think about the imagery of the film fire is considered something that you know um in, in terms of like an element it's considered one of those elements that when it when fire is involved it's like a rebirth because it burns everything that's yeah. there so that the new thing the new whatever can grow um and i think that i don't know if that was intentional but i think for me that's what that that's what like that it. symbolized yeah. to me that that event had to happen for them to realize what was really important and the most important thing was their family the family unit staying together mm. Yeah. And you can easily see why this movie was is just a, is just lauded everywhere. Yeah, well, it's it's really well shot. It it definitely captures like loneliness. It really does, and I actually think the cinematography has a huge part yeah. to play. Like with films like that, where there's it's kind of like you want to you know the the director's trying to show you how big the world really yeah. is around them. I know, it's the same with, yeah. um, I felt that a lot in Ammonite, yeah. where, same sort of... where they're just walking across the beach, and like the waves just pounding, yeah. just like, like, like populating your ears yeah. with so much noise, and it's the same with this, you can hear so much of the cicadas, and just insects, yeah. and nature, nature, and nature. I think, yeah. and nature being a, like a really big force in each, each movie but not really if you know what I mean it's like there it's an underlying kind mm. of thing that's in the back of your mind and I think with the cinematography in, in Minari that was really important because it, it signified just how big a task he was undertaking well yeah and I think that's what he wanted to do I think mm. I think he was sick of like California and doing the same thing in and out and, it, and yeah. like he was like, in and out. like he like he was trying to explain to her and I, I doubt that she kind of really grasped the concept like this is something that like I have to it, do he had to do yeah. otherwise if he ever died that's going to be one thing that's going to be lingering yeah his legacy was obviously very important yeah because he was looking at his family life beh- you know that he'd left behind and then he was looking ahead which I don't think she was. I think she was stagnating, like she was kind of sitting in the in in the middle, not wanting to move. Yeah, he he seemed like a country guy. She seemed more like a city he girl. seemed more progressive yeah. in his in his man in the way that he thought in the way that he was acting. She seemed like old school Korean, like you know I don't want to I don't want to change. I just want to stay like yeah. this because this is what I understand and this is what I know. This is where I feel safe. But he was like, no, you kind of got to push yourself out of the comfort zone and I think that's what was causing the clash between them that was the most important part it's, I a, think. it's a very amazing movie and um, I can't wait to see what he, he, what, happens. what he does next yeah. what the director does next what the writer does next mm. yeah amazing it's, it's, it's a bit of a bummer that we're having to re- review it so late but um, you know it's, it's one of those it's one of those movies that is worth the yeah, wait. Yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah. one of those things, you know, like, um, is it going to be worth the wait? Yeah, 100%. It's, yeah, it's definitely one of the most moving films I've seen in a long time. You know, it actually reminded me quite a lot of Driveways because of that whole family unit sort of yeah. influence in the film. Driveways to me is just a 
And wow. I, I still can't believe a lot of people haven't seen driveways. It was like a film festival for us, right, last year. And same thing, it captured festival. like the kind of small town, suburbs, no noise. It seemed quite a quiet movie. Yeah, and but it was also about the family, family unit, unit kind of moving forward, trying to trying progress to after a tragedy. So it was very similar in, in, all, in ways to Minari. Um, but Minari is, is definitely a film about identity. It's, it's a film about belonging. Um, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I just can't think of any other words. It's just, honestly, it's one of those movies that will not, not change your life, but it's one of those movies that you that should you think see. about and you realise that, like, um, just, just a lot of insignificant stuff in your life and you're like, wow. Do I need this? Do I really need this? Yeah. And, and that, and yeah. that, I thought that was a beautiful thing about Minari. All he really needed was his family. Mm, at the end, yeah, that's not that what was he was thinking. That's not what he was thinking no. at the beginning of the film. But at the end of the film, that's all he. Yeah, that's that was the influence in his life, the yeah, biggest influence in his life. And he realised that. And I think it, that shows the growth of the character going from where he was to where he, where he ended up, which is just beautiful. So yeah, I can't say enough about this this film. Yeah. It's one of those films it's, that you don't have to you don't have to see more than once, but the impact that it will have on you. I mean, this be, is yeah, yeah. I mean, people are still talking about this now, and this <laughs> came out in the, at the Sundance Film Festival. Um, so yeah, Minari. We don't really want to end it there, but we kind of we've got, we've got a few movies we have to get through. So um, honestly, if you never see any other movies, see this one. Yeah. So the next one is Derek D. Bolio's yeah. In and Of, of Itself, itself yeah. which is this... We, we, had, yeah. we had very different different opinions about this. Yeah, I, I, well, okay. Um, it's, it is a theatre show, stage show, and it's basically him talking about life and talking about identity and basically his livelihood of growing up and very unconvenient means in the sense that like um, uh, his mum was lesbian and he had to kind of grow up hiding it from other people um, and then basically it just how much it impacted his life like secrets and also his desire to be become like a card shark as well and just all these little kind of nicks and knacks um, but what I found wonderful about this is the involvement of the actual audience. Yeah. And I thought that was totally crucial. Mm. I mean, like, hearing someone's story is one thing, but getting the, the crowd involved yeah. was another. And um, the that, way that he did it was just... Yeah. That was one aspect that I liked. It, part of it seemed a little gimmicky to me, that's, but that's just my opinion. Like, I understand that it was a stage act as well as... A movie, yeah, but like they were filming him on the stage, and I get that, but I, I also kind of felt that a little bit of it just a little it was only just a little bit that it was a little too kind of gimmicky for me. But once they got to the book, like as you were saying, yes. when they were trying to pull people out when they started, he started pulling people in from the audience, that's when things start yeah. to get really interesting. So, every um, basically. Every show, I think there was like 365, they would grab a random person to write their experiences of the stage show in the book. And um, what it meant to them. And what it meant to them. Mm. Um, but at that same time, 
when it came towards the end of the show, they had to leave. Mm. And they had to write what would they imagine the ending would be. Mm. And then once they come back, then they can see the end of the next show, but then the book is handed over to, to a new person. Else. Rinse yeah. and repeat. Yeah. And you can imagine the book is like a yeah. Bible, essentially. Honestly, that book that, that he was building was an incredible concept, and I that was the part of the film I loved. And there was that really like moving, like so many of those experiences that that the, that people from the crowd were just were, you know were opening up about yeah. in this book. Some of them were really sad. Because like some of them were just. I, it's it's a remarkable movie. Very, I mean, like very different from Minari, but at the same time, it is about identity. Yeah. About the things that we struggle with, um, and there's a lot of hidden secrets that we do keep to ourselves that we don't actually tell people. Yeah. And, and I, this was a chance. And this was a chance for people to actually, I wouldn't say expose, but actually tell. Mm -mm. Um, mm. And yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, that was part of that part of the of the. It's more like a documentary, right? It's not a movie. Well, it yeah, is kind a of more like a experience yeah. for the screen. Yeah, um, yeah. That whole part of the of of what we saw was incredible to me. And some of those stories were so quite heartbreaking. Yeah. Especially that, the um, I think it was Chinese or Korean, um, member of the crowd when he got up there and was talking about her, her, you know, the things that he wanted to talk about. Yeah. That was just really hard. I mean, that must have taken a lot, because he was a very shy person as well, and for him to get up in front of all these strangers and reveal that part of himself. It's just it just goes to show because these people aren't actors they're just normal average people like you and I, and they're getting put onto a stage and everyone's looking at them, almost as if they are, like, part of the act if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and it just and it honestly it gave me such an such an an appreciation for stage like stage work what what actual actors have to do when they're in a, a stage and you know like an environment where there's real people watching them. And it, it just, it's not easy. It's like one of those things, some people have a great fear of revealing themselves like that. Yeah, well, yeah. But telling he, everyone. But, but he put them in that position. Yeah. So they didn't have a choice. They yeah. kind of, they, they didn't have time to say no. Well, that's the other thing as well, is this is obviously just one show. Mm. And obviously the other people that do come up, uh, it's spanned over, I don't know, maybe like a week's worth of shows or whatever. But mm. it kind of begs the question, were the people that just went, no? That said, no, no. yeah, I'm think I was thinking that exact thing. I was actually thinking, what would he do to someone, well, sorry, what would he do with someone who said, no, I'm sorry, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that. I guess they just move to the next person. Because, I mean, you know, he's, well, he's not going to... Well, that's the other thing as well, um, is maybe, maybe at the start of a show, like, you know, when everyone was choosing their cards, maybe they allocated like a certain amount of people who were viable to come up on stage mm, mm, yeah that's probably I mean, like, I, that sounds I, mean I don't know if it is yeah, we're guessing. this but, <laughs> but it's yeah. um it got some really bad reviews too it got yeah. some really good ones and it got some really bad ones and I can totally understand that because for some people you know watching something like this would just be a complete turn off and I can understand that um, but for others, it was such an ingenious way to involve the audience. I've never seen, you know, they sometimes do that with magic acts where they get the audience involved. It kind of reminded me a little bit of that. Yeah, I think he is um, 
Because he's not an actor, right? No, I think he's actually a magician. But I, I oh, loved, okay. I, yeah. I think. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But like, obviously, like yeah. when he's talking about like how we want to become, become a card shark, um, the story about um, the first story with um, the gun and one bullet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was actually awesome. Yeah. And the way that he, he, he explained it in such, in such a perfect detail, it was, it was quite sad. Yeah. And um, we were talking about how we wanted to get hold of the book. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to read it. Yeah, I, I, wonder mean, if like, digi- I wonder if they'll digitize it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, well, it, the very thing is, successful stage show. Yeah. The thing is, is that to, I think to digitize it, you'd have to get copyright from every single person. Oh, wow. That would be interesting, though, to, to look at. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's Derek Del Gordio's In and of Itself, which, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's something different than we kind of break away from. Yeah. It's kind of. Because it involves the stage, for me, that's that, that was like one of the things I, I actually enjoyed more about it than I thought I would, because it was such a different way to, like it was, he was using such a different approach. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like, a, like a magician, like, you know, bringing that, on people and yeah. stuff, but at the same time, a storyteller as yeah, well. Yeah, and, and a serious context, yeah. rather than, you know, because if you're a magician, you know, <laughs> it's magic, yeah, so no, it's supposed yeah. to be fun and light and, yeah. This is definitely thing. not, no. Yeah. Um, great, so our next movie is Our Friend. Yeah, this was a hard movie to watch. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. This is probably one of the hardest movies to watch for me in a really long time. Um, because of just the content, like it's, it's not a... It's not, not a yeah. fun old movie. Yeah, it's it's heavy on the drama. It's heavy on the tragedy. So basically, it, it is a film that captures the lives of, I guess, three three adults mostly, yeah. um, who are. One of them is a best friend of the woman who gets cancer, played yeah. by. Not. Uh, oh, what is her name? Goodness. I always forget him. Uh, I always forget names. I'm so terrible. Dakota Johnson. Dakota, Dakota Johnson, yes. Yeah. So she portrays the woman that has cancer, and it's the type of cancer that you can't, well, she wasn't able to beat, and it's slowly, slowly killing her. Yeah. Um, and he, the main character, is the best friend of hers. Jason Segel. Jason, played play by Jason Segel, and it's actually his role, it's one of the best roles I've ever seen him in. And then there's her husband, who is played by Casey Affleck. Yeah. Um, the performances are just off the hizzy good. I mean, they are just so solid. And I love the chemistry between not just um, Dakota Johnson's character and... Um, what's his name? Seagull. Jason, Jason Segel. Se- yeah, Jason Segel, yeah. They have such great chemistry, it's totally believable that they are best friends. But also the, the chemistry between all three characters, I think, is what, what holds this movie together. Yeah. I think. And I loved how uh, Casey Affleck's character stood by him. Like, a lot of people were just crapping on, like, um, Jason Segel's Jason character, character yeah. uh, Dane. They're like, yeah. oh, Dane's such a weirdo, and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was like, man, come on, don't be a, don't be a dick. Yeah. He's actually a cool guy. Yeah, that was actually really nice. Yeah, I really liked that because you know what, there there are instances where I think I've a lot of people, yeah, like people yeah. just like 
they were just horrible. Yeah. You know, people can just be horrible, you know? It's just, and that's what I love about film is that it follows every aspect of the human, you know, like interaction. Yeah, I, the, I think the tragedy of this entire movie was the progression of her cancer. You got to see who her, 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 her like real friends were. Yep. And it just diminished yeah. to... To just one person. To practically, no, just practically Him the husband and, and the friend. Yeah. That's what I mean. And that was it. Yeah. And obviously the kids. And the kids, well, you don't, kids don't. I know, but like, yeah. yeah. And that was it. Yeah, and it's kind of, it actually makes you feel just so rotten about humanity. I just thought, you know, this is a, a film that that you really need to see when you're in the right frame of mind. Because it, 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 is, it is very... It, yeah, if it, you're having a bad day, don't, don't watch this. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is very depressing, it honestly is. And, that, and I, I'm not saying that in a bad way. It, I, I do love the way that they that they um, approached such a heavy topic. I mean, you know that. They're, they're, they're yeah, I I think it would be a very hard movie to movie to be an actor yeah, and yeah, um, for sure. Dakota for sure. Johnson was amazing. I just oh god. She's got those acting genes. There's no no doubt about it. When she started getting like sick, like really really sick. Yeah. And losing, like, and then kind of losing her mind. Losing her mind. Yeah, and, a little bit. Um, because it was, it was in her brain, right? Was it in her brain? I don't know. Yeah, I think something it was in her I brain. really kind of just don't want to even really remember yeah. about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one of those movies that there's a couple of movies that I that I think of when I think of this film that are pretty much the same. That they're, they're very, very heavy on the drama side, very very tragic. You know, there, there really isn't. I mean, when I say there really isn't an upside, the upside is obviously that she, you know, she picked her friend, her her one true friend, she picked him as the person to be to be with her, and she made the right choice because he was the guy that was always going to be there no matter yeah. what. Like he pretty much sacrificed his relationship yep. to look after and he um, didn't his even, friends' kids. Yeah, and he didn't even think twice about no. that. That's how dedicated. He was. And you know what? People like that are so few and far between. And I think that's what, it's another aspect of what this movie was trying to portray. Is that, you know, your friends, when you have 20,000 followers on Facebook, that doesn't mean you have 20,000 friends. That means you have 20,000 strangers that just clicked on, clicked their mouse once. Yeah. It's, I, there, there's a big difference between people, you know what, what it is? It's acquaintances and then it's friends. There's a huge difference. People that you just meet... You know, and you and like some people are so careless to say to use the word friend. I think that's that's what this is really all about. It's like a friend is someone that's there through the bad times and the good. Yeah, and I think that's what this film was trying. Yeah, to, it is. Yeah, was trying to focus on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so if you want to watch a fairly <laughs> sad and morbid story, yeah, it's go I, ahead. I mean, like no, but like this is a great movie. It really does show the acting chops of all yeah. the characters. It's yeah. just very heavy, yeah. and um, it is, it is very heavy. And yeah, as I said, make sure you're in the right frame of mind if you do decide to see this. Yeah. Um, so moving on from our friend, run, hide, fight. A school shooter movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Just, I mean, like, um, obviously, we we really don't. Well, as far as I'm aware, we don't experience that. I mean, we do have. Shooters in New Zealand. Well, we have, we have had shootings in New yeah, Zealand, but, but we never experienced it in the rate anywhere near the rate that they do in the states. Yeah, um, and the thing, the reason for that is because gun carrying a gun in New Zealand is illegal unless you have a license, 
and to get the license it is incredibly difficult um, and as soon as you do get a license if you are approved to carry a, a weapon then it goes into like a special database that the police monitor so that's the reason why not many people walk around with guns in our country not even our police have them it's only the um no they still, they do now they do the police yeah. have them now like yeah. the normal police yeah i think really? i think i think when it comes to really bad situations that's when the, oh they, i thought that was only the sas no no not the no, sas they, um undefense yeah yeah no, no, okay. i'm pretty sure they, Okay, so that's changing slowly in our country, but yeah, prior to that law or prior to that happening, we never had guns. Our cops never had guns, and therefore there was really no reason to have guns. Um, so gun law in New Zealand is exceptionally different to gun law in the States, so that's just one thing that we need to make clear. So that when we see a movie like this, um, which is typically about a psycho kid taking over the school psycho kids, with yeah. violence and shooting and killing people um so that's really what this film is about and it focuses on one girl who has the survival instincts to, to get through it yeah yeah uh and also people might be quite happy to see that um jane what's his name thomas, thomas jane. jane plays the dad um who's who's like an ex-military sniper i think yeah. right so this, so you can see why this girl is, is is singled out because she knows how to how to survive. She's gone hunting with her dad on numerous occasions. She's not a stranger to using guns, um, and she ends up being the protagonist of the film. I thought it was it's it's getting slayed in reviews. Like it's yeah. not doing very well. No. Um, I thought it was okay. Um, yeah. Again, it's it is quite a tough movie to watch because. Of the, the, the content. The, con the content. Yeah, the, the topic. It's, School shootings. It's not exactly <laughs> no. something you really want to talk about. No. Um, but the way that she survives, the way that she... Um, helped everybody. Helped everyone. It's she really, was a hero. Yeah, she the, was a heroine. This, yeah. yeah. This kid was nothing short of a hero, heroine. And I think... That's kind of, I think that might come, come across as a little bit too cheesy for some critics. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that gun violence in, in the States is a big deal. Um, and I think, you know, there may just, it just, it's just getting to that point now where gun violence is, is one of those things that happens now. And I think that's been accepted quite widely in the, especially in the States, as something that kind of happens. Yeah. Um, especially with the pandemic. Because now the pandemic is focused, is everyone's focus. So when something like gun violence comes along, it's kind of like, oh, but that's as a result of this. Yeah, yeah and, the, and people just don't want to, I guess they just don't want to watch, there's enough going on in the world right now. They don't really want to watch anything negative. And no. That, that, that makes <laughs> total don't. sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's Run, Hide, Fight, and our final film for the review for the day is Little Fish. Yes, Little Fish. Um, I I've, loved this. I did. I, I, it's I did, a very hard uh, movie to yeah, watch again. again. Again, it's a hard movie to watch because it is actually about a virus that once you get this virus, it causes you to forget things until you get to the point where you forget everything. Yeah, um, it's... It's very similar to the another pandemic movie called Blindness, where mm. everyone goes blind apart from a few people. Um, however, this is 
much worse. Yeah. And this is more bleaker and more sadder. And it does focus on a couple, essentially. And it's their, practically their progression through this virus. Yeah. How they stay, how they, how they cope, especially when one of them becomes infected and yeah. Yeah. So it's all about how they cope through this horrible virus that's, that's just breaking people down. And I mean, there's no way to combat this um, virus because they don't have a vaccine. There's like, they don't even talk about a vaccine. No, they don't even talk about, well, they, oh, no, no, yes, they, do. they do. No, they do, but nobody, yeah. They talk about a possible way to cure it and it goes viral on the internet. And then random people just start doing it in their homes. And it's a very, very difficult process. Very because, invasive yeah. like, operation. Yeah. Um, which, could t which could give you even worse like brain damage. Brain damage. It's, it's quite interesting because I wonder how many pandemic movies have come out of this pandemic. Mm. It's yeah. It's like a hot thing of the week. Yeah, um, hot topic. I don't know how many reviews we've done of of or even talked about like reviews of movies about featured during this yeah. time, and it's song songbird was oh, songbird, songbird was, was one, and that got really bad reviews too. Yeah, I thought that was actually pretty good. Yeah, got really um, bad reviews. I think this was a good movie, but I think it's a hard hard to swallow. It's a hard sell. Yeah. yeah, it's a hard sell at this particular time. I mean, honestly, if you are looking to release a movie about a pandemic that takes over the world just when everyone's kind of living through the actual real thing, I actually think that's a very, very courageous step. Yeah, it's like, imagine if, like, like you know, like the time of Night Stalker and then they release a whole bunch of serial killer movies. It's yeah. like... It's, it's in poor taste. Like poor taste. You're, you're either going to think, this is really in poor taste and therefore I'm just going to give it the worst rating ever. Or you look at it from the perspective that, okay, yeah, let's not focus on the pandemic that's happening now. And you, you know, you put yourself in a, I guess, in a box away from all of that and try and look at it as objectively as you possibly can. And it's very hard. It's a very hard, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, this was a great movie. Um, both the actor and actresses. Oh, I love them. The, Olivia uh, Cook and yeah. both British actors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The acting, there's no qualms for me about that. They were amazing. Olivia Cook's actually lifting her profile quite a fair bit because she was also in Sound of Sound of Metal and she was amazing in that as well, next to Reza Yeah, well, Sound of Metal yeah. was definitely great and obviously she was in Bates Hotel for practically yeah, the yeah. whole time. That was kind of her beginning kind of step or probably main step. Um, yeah, it's it's a very sad movie because a lot of like small details in this movie like the amount she as as she works as a vet veterinarian Vet, yeah veterinarian yeah and then she has to put down so many dogs because so many people forget about their pets forget they have pets and it's yeah. just like that's, wow. and that in itself is really sad and that's where yeah. it begins that's even before any of the bad stuff really starts just to like, happen just, it's really well made like they're on a bus and then suddenly out of the suddenly the bus just stops the driver just gets out and just because, walks away because he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, because he can't remember how to drive. It's just that's that's just like, honestly. This is yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. I, I again, I think it's a very hard pill to swallow. Mm. I mean, yep. I know that I know that COVID nineteen is very different to what they're experiencing. Yeah, but, but it like, really isn't in terms geez. of in terms of the devastation. I think it's similar. Yeah, 
Yeah, in terms of the devastation, it's similar, and I think that's one of the reasons why people shy away from these kind of films because it's like they're living it every day. So why? Yeah, would they it's wanna, like um, yeah, yeah. Why would they want to be reminded of it? Um, which is totally understandable. But Jack O'Connell and Olivia Cook are amazing in this, and that's the reason why I gave it four. Yeah. gave it four stars because four stars. it is actually a very well made, um, well acted. I, I mean. Apart from the fact that it, you know, apart from the fact that it is about a pandemic of sorts, it's 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 great on its own. When you move it out of that whole thing, it's yeah, it is a good, it is a well-made movie. Yeah, it's yeah. really well made. Yeah, so that's Little Fish. Um, it is available on. I can't remember how we watched it on some service. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. So it's yeah, literally everywhere. Uh, and our final. Is WandaVision topic? WandaVision TV shows. Yep. Episode episode seven. Episode seven. And I think there's ten episodes in the season. Yeah, I could see why a lot of people are saying it's pretty average. Average. Yeah, I've seen some people mention that in social media. I actually really liked it. It was actually okay. Yeah, I liked it. So it's getting to the point now where Wanda Wanda's state of mind is becoming a lot more frail, I think. And it's evident in all of the weird, glitchy things that's going on inside the hex. Yeah, and obviously, um, visions kind of come to the the, Realization. the point that yeah. he's, he's dead. Yeah. But at the same time, I think he wants to try and figure out why. Yeah, yeah, and that's the part that I think's throwing people off. It's yeah. because vision is still a part of her creation. Yeah. But he's not. At the same time, he's taking on his own identity, which is kind of strange because he maybe he's the only person that she was unable to, to control, even in a controlled environment, because he's he still seems like the only person that has his has his own thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the only entity inside her hex, um, whatever they want to call it. So they're calling it the hex, right? Yeah. So it's he's really the only entity that can that can challenge her. Well, up until up until now, yeah. Now there's another entity that can, but up until that point, I was thinking that Vision is going to be the main, you know, the, the main focus for a bit because he is he's questioning things that are going on when no one else is. Um, but then they've introduced. I actually think that introducing that next character, I think that that's what put a lot of people off. It's because, oh, okay, so all those things that were happening inside the hex are all because of this. Person. Yeah, and I thought that was, I, it's it's very true to Wonder Vision though. It's true because she's a very important character in like her universe. Yeah, and it makes sense because she is a witch. Scarlet yeah. Witch is what her her actual name, right? Yeah. So it makes sense that they're gonna have another witch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Oh, I love her though. The actress, I love her. She is just such a great actress, and. You know, it's it's just incredible how she's managing to, to fake everything. She's been faking it the entire time. Yeah. But what, what about what happened when Vision did that thing to her with his hands? Yeah, but I think that Was she also, faking it still? I think so. Oh, really? Because she didn't really need to come out of anything. She's a very powerful witch. Yeah, she's a very powerful witch. So, so you think she's going to be... Do you think she's going to be the big bad? Or do you think she's going to be the one that, that starts working alongside... Uh, she's Wanda. Not, I think she is. is. She a villain? She, yes. Yeah, she's considered. Oh the, yes, oh, she's okay. a villain. Yeah. But 
But does Wanda know about her outside of the hex? So um, is she someone in that... In the comics? I think so. Yeah, see, I don't know anything about the comics. I might yeah. have to start looking it up. But see, I don't. I kind of don't want to. Because I kind of want WandaVision to be the story. Yeah. I don't want the background story. I just want what, what they're showing us in WandaVision to be it. To be the story. Um, so when they introduced Ag Ag Agatha Harkness, I had no idea who she was. I knew she was a witch, but they made that kind of evident. Especially when she says, you're not the only one who has magic. And I thought that was awesome. She's very powerful. Mm. So what can, what what, are her, what does she what can she do? She's from the Salem. I'm pretty sure she's she's from the Salem Witch Trials era. Oh. So she's very old and oh very gosh. powerful. Um, and I know that she has a companion. What a familiar? A familiar, yeah. What is it? Um, it's a black cat, but it can turn into a panther. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I think it's called Scratch or something. something weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, some people aren't going to like that introduction. Personally, I thought it was actually pretty cool. But that's mostly because I don't really... I mean, when, when something new is introduced, you, you're either going to like it or you're not. Um, and if you're someone that knows a bit more yeah, about it... Yeah, but you know what it is? I think it's... Uh, every Everyone who loves Marvel, like, traditionally, is like... They know who Apocalypse is. They yeah. know like who Magneto is. They know like all these major villains. When you go, Agatha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Everyone's like, who the hell is that? Is that? Yeah, yeah. And that's probably another reason why people are kind of scratching their heads. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's heaps more. There's, oh, there's, there's others. Kind of, if there's one like, thing I know about Marvel, it's like you can never keep up yeah, with the amount of you characters need, you need an encyclopedia that they have. For yeah. like how many villains? I mean, and there's heroes. people there's people still out there that don't understand don't don't know that Blade is an actual. He, uh, superhero in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it makes me angry. Oh. <laughs> makes me Let's not even go yeah. there. Let's not go there. Anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this this was great. I mean, I loved Darcy. I loved how, like, yeah. how she was just like... <laughs> like, I love that crossroad sequence where, like, they just yeah. got to go forward and then just suddenly and construction work happens. Yeah. And then the school kids. The school kids. And you were like... You, and then you were like, Vision can just fly. Why is he like sitting in... And then he just Yeah, that's awesome. Um, bit concerned for Darcy. Oh, no, the actual... The other really cool thing. So who is uh, Monica? I forgot her name. Uh, she does become a superhero. Yeah, she's got superhero powers. I think because of the... Oh, because of her, her genetics. Genetics. Yeah, like three times now. Yeah. So she's slowly starting to become, yeah, you can see she's starting to, because when Scarlet Witch uses her, like, telekinesis on her, yeah, she's and like, and altered her thing, yeah, and obviously the clothes as well. And then her eyes went all blue. Yeah. Mm. Well, it only went blue when she came through again. No, no. They went blue when Wanda attacked her. Yeah. And when she, came, when, she was, when she came down, she didn't fall, she like landed, and her eyes were blue. Oh, yeah, but like I'm talking about it, it all started when she went forward. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they told her not to do it, remember? Kate, Casey, sorry, Casey, Darcy was saying to her, yeah. if you go through again, you might not survive it sort of thing. Yeah. But she's willing to help Wanda. That, that's the thing I like about her, is that she is willing to do that, yeah. to put her own life at risk, to try and help Wanda. Where everyone else is just like, nah, that military guy, I really don't like him. I don't know. I've seen him in other things, and I don't know what his name is. I don't know his actors. I don't know what his name is, but he annoys me because he's like, he doesn't really care about Wanda. Of course he doesn't. No, he's, he's, none of them do. He's Swords, only worried Swords about. Swords are dubious company. Mm, yeah, I'm beginning to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So how does Sword figure in with 
uh, Agents of Shield. How does that? How do they? They don't. They don't. Are they no. rivals in no. the Marvel universe? No, none of them were no. Okay. Let's just say Fantastic Four. I think is involved with sort. Oh, so that ooh, that's interesting. So there could be a very much cross crossover right. there. What about that news about Jailor? Interesting, right? It hasn't been confirmed. No, I and I checked yeah, IMDb sorry. and there's nothing listed I'm there. I'm sorry, but it's already been remade too many times. Yeah. And that's Marvel. Where, and I actually didn't think I actually didn't think the Fantastic Four was all that bad. I thought the first one was great, but not the remake. Yeah, me too. The first one was definitely the better one. Yeah. With Ellen Griffith and Jessica. And Chris Evans. And Chris Evans, yeah. It's Human Torch. Yeah. Um, so yes, so the, apparently there is a remake of Fantastic Four happening. And yep. they're slowly releasing details. It's unconfirmed at this stage, but people are, are saying that the rumour is Jennifer Lawrence um, is going to be playing Sue Storm. Yeah. So One Division um, was great. I loved it. Yeah. No, you said you didn't like it. Oh, it was okay. Yeah. It was alright. It was yeah. n nothing compared to the previous episodes. Uh, but it was um, important in the sense that they broke the fourth wall. What's that? The fourth wall. Yeah. That's yeah. when. They're talking to... Oh, they're talking directly to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of weird. That felt a little bit odd. And then when Vision was like, why am I, why am I sitting here? Yeah. yeah, he really he was like, why am I doing this? Because, this you know, he realised it's, it's not a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see why people might not have liked this episode. Yeah, I can see why. But I, I really love it. I love WandaVision. It's, I think it, it took me a while to come on board. Like the first couple episodes, I wasn't really too keen, but after that, yeah, I'm kind of sold now. Yeah. So really looking forward to the next one, and what, we've got another three to go. And three this. to go, and I think this is when they increase the length. Yeah, I think to they an hour each. To right? an hour each, which probably means like 30 minutes of credits. 15 minutes of credits. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. So that's us for another podcast this week ending, what's today? The 21st. 21st. Of Feb. Yep, so we'll see you again on Wednesday, same time, same... That channel. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, bye.